So for those of you that don't follow me on other social media platforms outside of maybe Instagram, you should definitely be following me there. TikTok, it's really fun. You got to follow me there too. YouTube, yeah, you can subscribe over there as well. Um, maybe you just listen to the podcast and that's cool too. And I appreciate you so much, but I also hang out on Facebook. Of course, my group. Yes. Join that as well. Clubhouse. And you might not have ever heard of Clubhouse. It's a social audio app where people can go and just talk. There's no feeds. It's just real time. It's real life. It's, it's speaking. It's an awesome opportunity. If you want to be a speaker for you to practice and hone in on your craft, but It's something that I've done over the course of the last two years since it came out during the COVID era, and it skyrocketed so many awesome relationships that even catapulted my opportunity to host Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference, and so many cool things have transpired just by saying yes to a platform that I didn't have any idea how to use, but I said, open it up one day, and I'm like, okay, God, do your thing. Have your way. I say yes to your will, and it's been beautiful. So this specific episode is pulled from the social audio app, Clubhouse, when I'm sharing in that space and and dropping gems, if you will, is something that they say, and I'm moderating on that space as well. It's basically like I just have the mic on a platform with a bunch of people listening. It's a live podcast, to be honest. I'm processing this as I'm saying it out loud. Regardless, it's really cool. You're going to get the goods here since you might not hang out with me there, but I am live 8 a.m. on Wednesdays and 11.30 a.m. on Wednesdays on something called Breakfast with Champions. You can also find us on Instagram if you want to find out more about it. And join us on the social audio app and in the rooms all over. There's lots going on in that space. I pray it blesses you. In fact, I know that it will, but I still want to pray because it's His will, not mine. His voice, not mine. So get the nuggets that you need and activate, friends. Be fit in faith. That's what we're here for. Founders, innovators, and trailblazers in their faith who are saying yes as marketplace ministers. All right, enjoy. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. But I'm really excited about today's download and what I want to share with you guys just based on experience. And it really parallels to some of the the final pieces of what Marvin and even Gary had mentioned. And so stay tuned uh, over the next couple of minutes, 30 minutes. I'm going to be sharing with you the five reasons your networking strategy is killing your life and business growth. 
and how you can take back your power in your relationships. And I think it's so critical for us to understand where this is coming from. So as an entrepreneur, I've been a serial entrepreneur since I was young, but specifically since college. So about, what am I, 16 years removed at this point and started over 11 different businesses that were, had my name next to it, but I've started hundreds of businesses alongside all of the people that I helped train up and bring to life. Uh, and it's really fun. Uh, but it wasn't until about seven years ago where I realized I was doing it wrong. Now, wrong in the eyes of the world, maybe not. Maybe I was doing it just right. I had that nine-figure contract. I had um, a brick-and-mortar store. I had a growing social accounts. I had money and my family and all these things that you could see from the outside looking in. But I was really void. And if I looked at this, what I'm about to share with you, this strategy and how I was approaching it then versus how I approach networking and relationships and even the relationship with myself now, holy moly, like life has just transformed. And and I was in the state of killing myself based on these actions, based on these mindsets, based on the lack of knowledge. What does it say? It says it's not for, um, or it's for lack of vision that people will perish. And my vision was really locked into the future. And that's not a bad thing. That's what vision is about. That's what apostolic anointing is about. It's about being able to see into the future. But what we often forget is the number one thing I think we are losing and dying every single day from. And this is the power of being present. So the first one, the power of being present, connected to his presence. So having a current conversation, for instance, I am right here with you all and loving it so much, but I could be also simultaneously thinking about my future outcome, what I have to do when I get off at 830, what's transpiring in my personal life. Yes, all of these things are current scenarios, but if I am not practicing being fully present with my mind, with my heart, with my energy, with my feet where they're planted, I can fully, fully disassociate, which is what I was doing before, disassociate from said current moment because I'm either locked in what happened yesterday or I'm worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. And how often do we do this with the people that we're currently having conversations with? Even my spouse this morning, as we're getting ready around um, the fire and we have the, the kids' lunchboxes open and the kids are around, like I'm concerned about certain things that are going on in my life. And yet at the same time, this was a moment to practice presence. And presence can only fully be experienced when you're trying to relate or, or feel the presence of God when you actually are present. Because he doesn't stand in your yesterday. And while he is in your tomorrow, he is looking for you to get your attention right now. And so how does this affect those who maybe aren't in their faith or this language for you doesn't really hit home? I want it to land because regardless of your faith or your practice, presence is still critical when you think about being busy, when you think about overloading said schedule. Because what if the opportunity in front of you right now is actually bigger than the door that you're trying to open? with the networking, net worthing, we like to call it in the Founder Collective and with Fit and Fate. It's, it's opportunity could be bigger, but because you are closed-minded to the future outcome, again, your will, not his, you're trying to prepare a situation in the present moment that will actually fall flat later. You're trying to self-construct. 
Meanwhile, you're self-destructing. So while you sit on that call or you sit on this clubhouse room or you sit in the YouTube side receiving or you even sit in the podcast or you're listening to a podcast, you don't even have to be the interviewer or the interviewee. If you're not present, you're missing the presence of what could be transpiring in the moment. It's why when people are like, wow, there are so many coincidences of what's going on in my life. I just had this conversation and this book just showed up in the mail and this opportunity just came knocking in my email. It's not a coincidence, firstly. And secondly, when your eyes are opened to that scenario, you now have fresh revelation to what God is doing, predestined for good works. So the power of being present is critical in your networking strategy. Number two, the power of intention. Connected, of course, to his intention. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What do you want out of it? What do you want out of this time right now that you're sitting here listening to this? What are you hoping to learn? Who are you hoping to network? Have you looked to the person to your left or the person to your right? Or are you just trying to connect with the speaker, with the green bean? Because being vulnerable with people and opening your mic or sharing an opportunity of networking, often people will come and they're looking to, to be vulnerable, right? Buzzword. They're looking to be authentic, but what they're actually doing is they're bringing their luggage and they're opening it up on the table and they're showing all of the things that happen to get them there. Meanwhile, the person who is trying to be present with them has a hard time understanding the future of that person. This is where emotional intelligence connected to your intention is so critical. Because I totally believe in authenticity and vulnerability. But that is not ushering you into my Pandora's closet, into my history, unless I'm willing to take you into my future. And the problem with this is, is because people are so emotionally unsound, because they haven't done the work, they're, they're actually limiting that current relationship from what it could become. Now, I am all for asking for help, sharing what it is that you're walking through. But if your intention is less about me and more centered on the we, the person who is receiving can feel that and see it. If you're just trying to be heard, to be heard, what is that doing for the future of the person who's listening? It's coming to the table with an intention to serve and also an intention to receive, which means you have to also be willing to listen. The power of your intention. Because if we just go to God and ask for neediness from a place of neediness, from a place of limited perspective, and we're not going back to his will, he can't really answer the question. And while he can, of course, he's, He's omniscient and omnipresent and capable of all things. But he's like, man, you're asking the wrong question. I want your heart focused on me. What you're doing is not seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all these things, all these needs will be given to you. You enter his courts with thanksgiving, just like you would enter your courts or your experience or your exchange in a networking opportunity at a conference on a podcast with a thanksgiving of that current present moment. Do you see how they all line up? They all stack being present and your intention 
with the next one, which is number three, the power of your identified self connected to his identity. You often see people, and I mentioned kind of airing the dirty laundry, but you also see people going and they're immediately shooting the shot with their bio. We do this even on social media. We go and we immediately look at the number of followers that they have. So this isn't just how you show up to the person. It's how other people are also showing up to you. Judgment is immediately coming out of people. And if you don't know thyself and that it does not rely on titles or numbers or social status, you can stay in that lane and that vein of comparison. And when you show up to a relationship, a new conversation, someone mentioned marriage earlier. Imagine going on a date and you are only identifying yourself based on the title. And that person says, oh, you're only a waitress. Oh, you're, you're only a bartender. Oh, you're, you're only a teacher. Ugh. They're immediately sizing you up. And so this is why identifying yourself, knowing who you are based in who your creator is, who you have been identified and called. He doesn't look to your rap sheet and he doesn't look to your bio. He looks to himself and how you were created out of him, made new in Christ. So here we are looking for external validation before we walk into a new relationship and we're scrounging to come up with something and there's no security in that identity because all of those things could go away in an instant. That restaurant you work at could close down. That school that you work at could close down. What then? Who are you then? I remember feeling that way when my businesses shut down and my titles were no longer there. And I remember specifically having conversations with men was much harder for me than it was to have a conversation with women. I felt like I couldn't make eye contact. I also felt like the moment that I told them that I wasn't, I was a stay at home mom. Let's put it that way. I didn't say I wasn't anything. Don't ever say that. I'm not yet something. My current present moment, I'm a stay at home mom. That didn't mean that my aspirations were gone for more. That didn't mean that I didn't start at that point, nine businesses. I was immediately discredited and you could see their eyes. You ever been in a conversation where you could see their eyes, like searching the room, scrounging to talk to the next best person. They want to network with someone else. Why is that? One, it's lack of self-identity for that person. And so it's not your fault, especially when you're secure in who you are. But it's also because I don't think we're showing up in the authority and the power. I mentioned power. How do you take back your power? You know who and whose you are. I've been on the other side of this where I was looking from that bio, from the following, from the uh, fictitious, I found out later, numbers that were being presented, the, the airplane in which they were sitting next to, the car in which they claimed was theirs. This was before I understood how people were using these things to create an image that wasn't fully them. No filter life, right? Catfish, you guys know these things. And yet we still will go right into comparison mode or judgment mode. Where's the happy medium? Where's that place, that place in the middle that God sustains you? It's in that identity that I want you to rest because that's where your power is. 
And it doesn't matter what external things that you own or don't own. How much greater is the poor, wise, well man than the rich, dumb ruler who's sick in heart? Sorry and not sorry that I am interrupting your very incredible podcast with an interjected commercial on something else that I find really important or I wouldn't put it in the middle of the show because the show is rich. But I am witnessing over and over again with marketplace ministers, with entrepreneurs, with leaders who haven't yet figured it out on how do I break through this glass ceiling of finances connected to freedom and prosperity, which is God promised. It's a location and it's a place of being and it's something that's blocking you. And I want to help teach you that truth can be taught and value can be given without me needing to offer you anything. But I am going to offer you something. (laughs) I'm going to offer you an opportunity to come connect and experience and learn and sit alongside others who are learning in a two-day mastermind training. This is content that we share inside of our 25K Mastermind, and so we want to fully make it open to the public with intention of equipping you to do the thing you're called to do. We're so tired of people not being able to break through this 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 bondage. And so it's 30, 50, 100K months. It's a methodology that has been cracked by an incredible marketing company that works with some of the top influencers in the world. And so all of that data has been collected to teach this strategy in a in addition to teaching you the multi-channel influence that I know you're going to need in order for you to propel the message God has put on your heart. So that's a lot. All you need to know is go to tamra.live to get the goods to sign up to claim your seat today. It's only two days. It's six hours. It's going to be the most highly invested time that you could possibly spend with this six hours because it's really expensive if you don't. Do you want to lose 100K a month? I don't know about you, but I don't. I don't. We need this to come in and funnel through our experience. So when you put your name and email, it's super quick. You'll see, you'll get to talk to someone on my team to make sure it's the right fit. I don't want you wasting your time and I surely don't want you wasting your energy. And so... Yeah, that's that for now. Anyway, keep enjoying this show, and I'm so grateful you're in the community. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you, hopefully, at the Mastermind Workshop. This is leading me to one other thought on number three, which is the power of your identified self connected to his identity is, please don't get in bed with the wrong person. Please don't do that. We're going to talk about partnerships here in a minute, but it just I had to share with it now because what will happen is the self implosion of that person you might be damaged connected to that so be mindful ask the right questions of the people that you're looking to walk life out with and give access to your inmost being which is not your bio but your heart and your spirit who you are far exceeds who you will ever see that you are, or that anyone else will ever see that you are. You are not the mirror that's being reflected back to you. You are bigger than that. You are not your body for those who struggle with body image issues. You are not your sickness. You are not your impossibility because you serve a possible God. 
because you are a spirit that can have longevity for eternity. Passing through, remember? Number four is the power of your destiny connected to his predestined plan. The power of your destiny. Where you are going matters just as much as where they are going. And this is where that idea of clarity that was mentioned before is so important. Because if you don't know where you're going and you're trying to communicate with someone like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go down, I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to go to a restaurant later. Cool, where is it? Uh, I'm terrible at directions, so I'm speaking to myself in this moment. Let me get you the address, I would say. Let me drop you a pin. Have you dropped a pin on your future? Have you written it down and made it plain? Lack of vision and the people will perish. The main destroyer of the thing limiting you from having this rich relationship, this networking opportunity, your future even destination is lack of knowledge, not the enemy's tactic. That's on you, friend. What books are you reading? What mentors do you have? What relationships have you already cultivated that maybe you haven't actually asked questions to or dissected as much as you possibly could? Lack of knowledge on your destiny will keep you trapped in your yesterday or in the limited idea of what someone else says is your destiny. How many of you were kiddos and they said, oh, he's going to be such and such. It actually drives me nutty when people ask my kids who are only eight and nine, what are they going to be? It's limited perspective. It's so limited and they can get trapped in that place. And so I say, oh man, here are some of the things that they can bring to the table of what will become. Here's who they are right now. Speaking life into your current scenario attached to your future destiny. But you can't know that predestined plan if you're not willing to sit and reflect and strategize. That's why having a coach is so important. You might not find value in what it is that they're offering in that one hour training. But what if that relationship has longevity far beyond that one hour investment? Relationship capital, we were talking about that earlier in a podcast. I could drop a link to maybe one of the future retreats that we're having. We're going to be in Costa Rica with women in the next couple of weeks for a whole week. And I'm so excited about it. I could drop a link to so many things. I chose this one thing with purpose. I chose it because there's an opportunity not for you to just come here from me, not for you to just come learn from me and my team or my partners. Not because if you get in the room, your whole life will change, though it will. I'm sure of it. But because in that room are other, as Les Brown would say, hungry people. And they're hungry for said four things prior. They're hungry for presence. They're hungry for a revived intention. They're hungry for their new identity. They're hungry to understand and write out their predestined good works, their plan. 
And because I put this link is number five, the power of partnership connected to the body. This is that word that was used earlier, diversity. This is diversity of what someone is doing. I think often we limit God by saying, oh, I can't partner with that person because they're already doing what I'm doing. No, they're not. No, they're not. No one whose title might look like yours is doing what you're doing because you are uniquely you. So when a coach came and approached me and said, hey, I want to assume your coaching role for your company. I want to do that for you. I could have taken offense. I could have thought the person was crazy and completely rejected that current moment and that current present opportunity. I could have gotten into my ego and my pride and said, well, if I'm not the one teaching it, and who are they going to credit? Are they going to credit you or are they going to credit me? Are they going to credit the brand that you've been building or the brand that I've been building? Is all the investment that I just made into my own personal knowledge and well-being and education and all the businesses that I've started, are they going to be worth it if I just pass that baton? How limited. Where was my intention at that moment? Where was my present energy going? It was going to the worry. It was going to the what ifs. It was going to what could become implosion or destruction. But in that current moment, based on his presence, based on his intention, based on who he is, based on the predestined planned, and based to the fact that he is calling us in to partnership and operating in freedom in the body of Christ, I got a download. I got to download that this is for you. I got to download that if you actually do what said word was in 2022 and release said word for 2023 risk will actually be done. We want to be rich, but we're not willing to put in the work. We want to be whole, but we're not willing to release the past and therefore we can't be healed. We want to come into community with great people who have maybe gone before us or who will perhaps come behind us and help cultivate the business in which we are currently standing in their current idea. Because you need both. You need those before and you need those behind and every single one of you has that. But if in that moment I cut that opportunity off, I wouldn't be standing here today having this specific conversation with you in this specific mindset and heart set. I wouldn't have brought on a ton more clients in just the last three weeks. In just the last three weeks with a fraction of the last event that we held, we turned six figures. How do you do that? How does that work? You get into a room with people like this here right now. And you open your eyes to potential partnership outside of what you think is possible. And you let God work. You let God show up. You trust God, not the person. You trust God in the process. Because regardless of the outcome of that, you've learned. You've won already. You have a new weapon at your right hand. You have new people to call friends and brothers and sisters. You have an expanded perspective. You might not have the same dollar sign attached to that day, that sale, that outcome, 
but think about the companionship and the richness in that place more than the pocketbook, more than the bank account. Companionship is connected to generations, to nations, to people I will never speak to, to people you will never speak to. So reasons you should network, all of the above. What's killing you? You're not being present. Your intention is a bit off kilter. You haven't identified yourself outside of your titles yet. You have self-constructed your destiny instead of leaned in to the predestined one. And you're only trying to partner with people who you think will be the other side of your body. The only trying to partner with people who are different than you or who have something that come to the table that is different. What about oneness? What about sameness? Now, this doesn't mean not to be diverse. Don't get someone who looks like you, walks like you, talks like you. That's boring. But be open to the fact that their like-heartedness towards vision with mission creates possibility and a door and an opportunity that you otherwise didn't have. And they're bringing fresh weapons to the fight with you. So from this, I want to leave you with five business tools that I use every single day, every single day to secure relationships. My network expands every single day and therefore my net worth expands every single day. Out of these five things, podcasting, which we have brought over 40 podcasts to life. We do podcasting retreats and VIP experiences for people. It is a growing industry on so many levels. Second is publishing, both publishing my own story and publishing that of others because our publishing house just got full distribution rights. We're so excited as an official Nashville publishing house, just like a New York publishing house, no differentiation. We're just in the Bible belt. And so publishing other people's stories expands not only my network and net worth, it expands theirs. So I'm doing the servant leadership. I am actually creating sustenance for people, for people I'll never talk to. Hosting retreats. Oh my gosh, this one is so fun. So whether it's a business retreat or a play retreat, they're both important. Pleasure has to come too. Because if you're just grinding 24-7 and there's no rest or time for that, understanding of that predestined good works of planning, of vision casting, where we go back to the people will perish. You'll be operating as a robot. So busy, so burnt out, so overwhelmed that you forgot what was originally deposited in your dream, which is hope and freedom and fun. Four is hosting events. So hosting events are one of my favorite things to do. Like I said, creating stages, not only for me, but for other people who have voices, who need to share, who will bring the breath of life that I can't fully bring with just my voice. And five is building my list and nurturing my list. My list, this is specifically my email list. I don't call my community my list. Community outreach is something we do every single day, interacting with the people in which follow us and we follow are very important. 
Networking together is how you grow your business, for God's sake. For those who know us before, we have a company, a nonprofit called The Founder Collective. We're about to launch our next podcast, so this will be really fun. You'll get to hear from multiple voices, very diverse voices, and it'll keep you laughing because I love to play. I love adventure. But if you are looking to do this for yourself and you haven't quite figured it out, if you want to be in multiple expanded audiences at once on social media, this is how you grow. This is how you expand. And it all comes from serving and solving out of these five killers. This is all biblically sound information. And whether you believe in the Bible or not, it's the number one success tool. It's the number one leadership resource. It's the number one success principled book in the history. You can ask atheist, read it, get your hands on it, be transformed by it. I hope that this served you today. Please click the link above. I can't wait to network and net worth with you. Last time we had over 60 people in the room for two days. It's a two-day workshop, so you do have to carve out some time. I didn't even talk about time. Oh, my goodness. Time is a huge investment of your networking strategy. Please take that time out for yourself and see what God will do with it. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait for your expansion and to hear your 30-minute keynote soon. I love you guys so much. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our instas. Hey, you may even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this is going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.